Welcome to the X-Men Files, a podcast where Inessa and Brian talk about the X-Men comics. He's reading them again as an adult, she's reading them for the first time. So grab your back issues out of their Mylar bags, and let's talk about the greatest comic book series ever, the X-Men. Welcome back again. Again, again. To the X-Men Files. We... we started to record earlier, but the vibe wasn't right. We had a false there start. A, there, yeah. there was a false start. Yeah. Uh, nobody else knows about that. So one of these days, like years from now, we're, we're going to listen to this because Christ knows nobody else is going, going to be listening to this. <laughs> and I'm like, gosh, I wonder what happened. And you know, people will little no, no longer remember that we had an argument. We had that. Yeah, we had an argument earlier today. But but look at us now. Miniature argument. Yeah. Uh, miniature. I'm, I'm going to argue about the scope of the argument. I don't know that it was miniature. Uh, it feels miniature now. All That's of our important arguments thing. feel pretty miniature like they don't go on for a long well, time like, like in the moment what do you mean miniature i mean it felt like miniature in terms of like uh we're over it it yeah, didn't even take that long yeah that's what yeah. i mean and also just okay, in terms of cool. like uh you know usually in terms of like duration and yeah. explosiveness yeah. pretty, I, pretty I, miniature yeah. uh fair uh if, from that uh, perspective definitely when they're happening the stuff that we're working through through doesn't feel miniature. No, no, of course not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, well, not of course not. I mean, you know, yeah. to me, yeah. Like, <laughs> it just just in case we we, we want to play that play this back and uh, know what was in Brian's head. Like, hey, man, that that meant something to me. Yeah, no, I uh, no, I think that it is. Uh, and and will this isn't even humble braggy. This is just like braggy braggy. Uh, ours is a relationship where yeah, the kind of uh, meaningful, meaningfully staked discussions that we have are, are ones that we can work through pretty efficiently yeah 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 cool so here we're yeah. back anyway that's enough of this people don't tune in but people don't, don't tune in period they don't, they don't tune in at all why but would they if they, they did yeah. they don't yeah. they don't uh, no. tune in to hear about the uh success and or otherwise of our uh marriage they tune in to get trenchant commentary on 30 year old 35-year-old comic books. That is true. That is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do we want to say about this one? All right. So, I mean, we we don't have a recap. No, we don't. We can, like, sort of super quick recap it. Uh, it's issue 203. March. We're going to skip the recap. Why, why, why don't we just, like, give the gist of it? I have to look at it to give the gist of it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. I'm, wow. We're, we're both really super prepared. Um, all right. The gist no, I mean, of- I, I can give the gist of it, but I do a better job if I'm going through it time or otherwise can i do like the uh, tldr and then you can go sure whatever okay great uh phoenix new phoenix yep reborn again phoenix again again (laughs) rachel uh like sucks up the uh essences or personalities of all of the x-men she goes to the mcran crystal uh, because she wants to destroy the universe so that she can take down the Beyonder. Right. She yeah. then gains empathy with every living thing in the universe yes. and decides that maybe not that would be a bad idea. Yep. So that's that's the gist of it. But then he yes, I mean that's the general. But gist it, of it, so. now now carry on. Yeah. Right. So you initially we sort of review uh, Rogue's fight with Carol Danvers, yep. um, which I'm sure is relevant somehow later on. Uh, I like these pages because they're like all kind of in like blues and blacks and cool colors. And, yeah. Uh, and, nice noir yeah, kind yeah, of thing. Yes, there. exactly. Um, then we see Phoenix. She's talking to Kitty. Uh, Kitty 
is the only one who remembers the new mutants who were uh, temporarily or maybe forever killed by the Beyonder. Right. Um, and, and yeah, I got no clue what's going on here at the beginning. Yeah, Phoenix decides that she's gonna she's gonna you know sort this all out once and for all by. Um, destroying the entire universe something that kitty agrees to oh yeah and lets her take her power then rogue comes along also agrees then also some character named jessica drew that i've never heard of before you have heard of her and we have reviewed one of the issues featuring her huh. issue number i think 154 weird okay well she used uh, to she's be spider, spider woman. woman yeah yeah uh, and some other thing. So then she, you know, Phoenix starts to sort of get drunk on her own power. Yeah. Uh, Don't get high on your own supply. Yeah. 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 Don't do it. Storm, Storm tries to talk her out of this. Uh, she, she, uh, you know, rape takes Storm's oh. powers. Okay. Then she visits uh, Colossus and also uh, Wolverine and Magneto. All of whom, despite being superheroes, are not woken up by someone coming into their room in the middle of the night touching their face. Well, Wolverine, despite, I mean, like, healing factor, we'll, we'll prepare to this, but Wolverine likes, <laughs> likes a drink before bed. I love that. We're on page 10, yeah. middle left panel. <laughs> Three empty beer cans. Now, yeah, Wolverine's look, I've, drowning his sorrows. I've, I've had evenings that I'm not proud of. <laughs> I have never done this, man. I always love scenes where we see Wolverine in bed because he's always yeah. like, he just looks like he collapsed. <laughs> yeah, he does. Into bed. There's no sheets on the he's bed. He's never either. like peacefully sleeping, like right. tucked up with the sheets <laughs> under his chin. He's just always like sprawled. He just got hammered yeah. and just like pass out butt naked. Yeah. So anyway, bed. so so Phoenix takes everybody's powers. Yeah. Leaves San Francisco. Leaves San Francisco. We see the Watcher, who's like this weird character and just as annoying in the comics and like sort of a unnecessarily cryptic as he was in whatever stupid tv show what if? we didn't like I'm him in. push back on that i i, like, I, I dig the watcher i am the watcher <laughs> like weird pause his actual name uatu yeah okay yeah and he always looks like a weird sort of a you, man baby uh yeah there's a, a bit of the kind of kind of like 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 the, the wax statue of marlon brando is melting <laughs> So anyway, Phoenix uh, is a... Uh, just real quick aside, and sorry, I'll... Yeah, I'll, no, you're fine. All right. Um, you're, you're familiar with the fan theory supported by Guardians of the Galaxy 2 that the Stan Lee cameos in the MCU are because Stan Lee, that, he, that actually is a character and he's one of the Watchers. Oh, no, I have never heard that. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And so yeah, that, yeah. Like, that's why he is everywhere. And so like Guardians of the Galaxy 2, there's a mid-credits uh, sequence... Um, or maybe even like a, during the film when they're they're going through all the um, uh, you know the, the space space holes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But the, the, there is a mid credit sequence where Stan Lee, as one of the Watcher uh, in the Watcher getup, is talking to a couple of other Watchers. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, I think yeah, that was yeah. in okay. the credits, so that's like not the, in the yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, so so I like the Watcher anyway. Yeah, but, I mean, but I get the get idea that Stan Lee, Lee is one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stank. Stank table for one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she's flying off into space. Uh, the uh, they see her on board the the Star Jammer. Yeah, Star Jammer. Uh, By the way, between Star Jammer and Space Hole, we've got like like a gay porn from 1982. <laughs> okay. 
uh, uh, Xavier tries to tries to talk some sense into her. She's not that interested. She goes to the planet. She sees, you know, the sort of uh, souls of all of the people whose yeah. essences she has stolen. And um, Aurora's soul tries to talk her out of it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't work. Um, and then there's this really cool two pages of like yeah, pretty really awesome cool art, art there, where she's kind of uh, experiencing the empathy of... Yeah. Uh, of all the people. What I want to know, though, is on page <clears throat> 15. Yes. Like, there are characters that I recognize, and then there are other characters that are, like, clearly comic characters from other comics that I really? don't recognize. I'm looking at them, and I'm... Maybe I, maybe I, maybe they're unrecognizable, I don't know, but what yeah. I want to know is, like, who's the African-American gentleman? <laughs> that's a good... Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's like, cool. That's, like, a very clear image of this one person. Um... Yeah. Everybody else, I just assumed I didn't know who they were because I didn't know who they were. But you we'll know, just we'll just say it's Rosie Greer. People that were we'll deep into uh, the Marvel stuff would have yeah. would have recognized them. Um, so anyway, so she has all this this empathy. She returns to Earth and feels that she has failed. Uh, Magneto says that he would not have that he would have killed Hitler as a baby. Oh, that's yeah. yeah go ahead. No, no, no. You, you, you. No, I mean we can we can stop and. No, you should go. Okay. And um, I was going to do one more like me going. And then I was gonna, okay. <laughs> so, uh, you know, they they they're not sure what's going to happen. Uh, Magneto's decided that maybe he wouldn't have killed Hitler as a baby or maybe he would have killed Hitler, but not his yeah. parents or maybe Hitler, but not his parents and grandparents. <laughs> yeah. First of all, that's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just did the motion from uh, what movie was that? It was, uh, Endgame. Yeah, where, we're there. Uh, where? Uh, Don Cheadle, uh, War Machine, does the the weird like uh, not floating too. Uh, it's like the umbilical cord, yeah. <laughs> strangling a fetus with its own yeah, umbilical yeah. cord. Thanos yeah. is a baby. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't condone that. Yeah. Killing of babies on this podcast. We no. We 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 take a which, well. We don't want to go down that. That rabbit anyway. hole of, of abortion and yeah, all no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, all right. I was about so, to say, like, oh, we take a hard line. Well, actually, it's a little more nuanced yeah. than that. Then the Beyonder yeah. shows up, uh, you know, again, looking like the uh, the mean boyfriend in an 80s film. Yep. And he's about to kill everybody. There's some talking. Kitty's really mad at him. She calls him a bully. A bully. Uh, he doesn't really give a fuck what, right. you know, what, what. There is much there. shadow cat you do not comprehend. Yeah. She's wearing like a weird t-shirt. Yeah. I don't know what's Then going she's on wearing this weird stuff. armor. Yeah. Not really sure. Then, uh, I can't remember exactly how Ra he asks for his powers back or Rachel offers to give him, Phoenix offers to give, anyway, she gives him back his powers and suddenly he sees all of the, uh, the same sort of, uh, humanity. He has this big moment of empathy and is like, oh, I didn't realize that these were all actually people that right. have actual feelings and yeah. ideas and stuff. And, uh, you know, thank you X-Men for, uh, you know, showing me. And then I guess he fucks off. But the yeah. the new mutants are actually all still, as far as I know, dead. Yeah, I don't although know apparently there's a third, a third, a uh, third, a third episode with uh, with the Beyonder. Beyonder. Yeah, I need to catch up with Secret Wars too, uh, and also like uh, the new mutants because you know I had never read this issue mm. before, and I, I've lost touch with the new mutants as well. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them. Yeah. Uh, so I want to do some backfilling mm -hmm. uh, there. So um, yeah, I like this issue. 
Oh, good. I thought it was a clever, um, like, a, it was like a, he was a bad guy. He was sort of bad. He was maybe just yeah, really socially awkward. Much <laughs> or, like Hitler. He was just socially awkward. He was just socially and, awkward. Yeah. Misunderstood. Um, you know, so, I mean, he was I'm like. just a soul whose intentions yeah. are good. Oh, Lord. Please don't let me be misunderstood. He was, he was obviously a bad guy, but not like bad in the same way as other bad guys and that he wanted yeah. he just didn't i can't remember what his initial reason for wanting to kill everybody his was. intentions were not were not evil uh per se yeah but what were they like why was he he was there he was called why was he he didn't like the, the non-commercial reason why the beyonder is back yes he wants to understand humanity okay. uh, by killing them all but now he does he understands them and he you know he's he's learned yeah well what did, what did he say was the reason because i gotta like go back and look i can't at, remember the, what his reason would, was yeah, for back, showing back. up in the first place God damn it this whole issue reminded me of um not the whole issue but the resolution of it reminded me of the of like the part in the good place <laughs> Where Michael has that like existential crisis and realizes that like like he suddenly has like all this like human empathy and he's really frightened and sad and kind of like yeah I don't know that kind of made I'm me trying think to of remember that. which episode that it's, is. it's actually two episodes it's one episode yeah. where they were talking I about do feel like, like they went to that well the, more than once yeah it was like is it the one where he has a midlife crisis and Darcy Carden has that like really really tight fitting dress yes and there was that one forgive me for the next minute or so while I'm distracted, but yeah. Uh, yes, there was that one. And then there was also one where he was like talking about how he, I can't remember how, the, what the setup was, but I, but Eleanor says, you know, it's like people are like, you know, hum, all humans are like a little bit sad yeah. all the time because yeah. they know that they're going to die. And that kind of made me think. Oh, of, yeah, and that, sorry. Yeah. That made me think, this made me think of that scenario where suddenly he, like, realizes what it's like to be human. He's sort of this You can cry uh, all you want, but being. you're going to have to pay for yeah. that plunger. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, he's kind of the celestial being, and, and then he's got some, you know, sort of newfound empathy for humanity. Right. Just like Michael. Yeah. That's okay. the extent of my <laughs> trenchant analysis. Okay. The, um, yes. Uh, okay. What would... I have nothing to add to that. <laughs> so I, I, I thought that I did, but but I really don't. Um, and it's not because I'm distracted by uh, Darcy Carden. Um, uh, what do you think that, that, when you say say the good place, like I was thinking of the trolley problem. Like, you know, would you kill Hitler as a baby mm. or something? And Magneto's like, yeah, sure. Like, would you kill Hitler's grandparents? I never really thought of it like that, but like mm -hmm. that does change the moral dimension of it. Where he says, like, well, you know, I don't know. Like, like, cause the, right. Like, like where, sense, where, right. where does it end? Right. Because when you, if, if you start tugging on that thread, then you're like, cool, like, kill all four of his grandparents. So, like, make sure you get the job done. And if, you, if you're cool killing, like, baby Hitler, why, why wouldn't you be, yeah, why wouldn't you be cool? Yeah, like, 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 where, where is the, the moral threshold for you? Uh, I, I, the way that that's phrased is, is something that I guess I'd never really thought of yeah. before. Um, like, I don't know. Once you start, I don't, I don't say like slippery slope or anything like that, but, um, period. Uh, I, I, I like that, that phrasing, uh, mm -hmm. because there are some things that, that feel pretty easy. Right. Killing baby Hitler. Yeah. It's pretty easy. I mean, I don't know. Like I, killing adult Hitler, I, I'm pretty okay with. Yeah. I mean, I, 
because I'm a morally pure being, uh, you know, killing baby Hitler is something that, you know, or, or like five-year-old boy Hitler, like that would, I, I, like with my bare hands? Yeah, that'd be hard. Killing like 25-year-old but, Hitler would be pretty Yeah, easy. as soon as he... As soon like, as he grew like, a mustache. Post-Reichstag fire, sure, I'll choke him. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll choke a bitch, okay? I will. I'll choke that motherfucker. Yeah, but prior to that, uh, I... I I'm not sure that I could bring myself to do it. Yeah, just and so it's like, hey, Brian, you know, if you don't, if you don't choke five-year-old Hitler, you know, you don't like my thing of... about the the mustache. It's like the mustache test. If he's old enough to grow a mustache, no, I, okay. Well, then, <laughs> like, you're going to kill Charlie Chaplin, and you know, who knows? I'm not saying everyone things. with a mustache. I'm just saying. Know, that's... Yeah, okay. Um, what else do we want? <laughs> this reminded me for no good reason at all of like the the stupid thing from the office that because uh, that's all we talk about in our house now is like the office. Well, I don't where, talk about the office. Where uh, one of the I guess Pam had dressed up as Charlie Chaplin to like go to work at her like a different place okay. that she was working, but nobody else dressed up. Oh yeah, <laughs> for Halloween, and then she was like, and then I couldn't take off the hat because then I was just Hitler. <laughs> right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. Anyway. Chaplin was there first with the uh, the mustache. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought this was a pretty good a pretty good issue. I mean, the the uh, the premise of it is obviously really stupid that she's going to destroy the she's entirety not actually going of to do that. humanity yeah, to yeah. get rid of this this person who has actually not really done her any harm other than right. being very powerful. Um, you know, but if you can get over the stupid premise of the comic book, mm-hmm. then it's kind of an interesting issue. Uh, I agree with you. Yeah. The, um, well. And also the. Yeah. I, actually, I don't because <laughs> I, I, on the one hand, yes, I do. We know that Phoenix is not going to destroy the universe. Right. We, we know that people are not going right. to do it, that. That felt pretty We well know that states. Beyonder is not going to destroy all of humanity. Right. We know that all of these things that these characters say they're going to do, they're not going to do. But in a comic book, we do accept that it's possible. Yeah, fair. That uh, we agree that we're going to abandon the laws of physics so that we can explore these moral questions. Right. It also felt a little bit silly that that Kitty was like, well, yeah, yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like some of them went along with that willingly, like, you know, that felt and they they could have maybe explored some of the moral, but whatever. I thought it was a cool issue. Yeah, I I, I, I do. So I I was going to push back a, a tiny bit. I could see if I were a comic book superhero and I'd just gotten my ass kicked by some uh, omnipotent being and someone said, you know how we're going to settle things is we're just going to destroy the universe. I could see like if I'm a comic superhero thing like every month, it's just one goddamn thing after another. (laughs) Fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Destroy (laughs) the universe. Like I could see that that makes sense for a character. Yeah. To hit that point of hopelessness and and uh, despair, that understood, Storm said, "Wait a minute, Hold that's on. fucked up. Yeah. It's pretty messed up." <laughs> there, there should have been a little bit more back and forth with yep. Phoenix, and I do agree with you there that somebody yep. should have said, like, like Storm to say, like, Kitty, slow down. Yep. <laughs> do you hear what you're saying? Do you hear what you're saying? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cool. So I, so I dug it. Um, the colors in this were really good. I, I, I yeah, this is cool. Looking back cool. at it again, everything is kind of has this twilight uh, aspect to it. Uh, Glynis Oliver, who I think married um, Len Wein, uh, pretty sure that that's that, that's the case. Mm-hmm. And, and I think we've talked about that before. But uh, yeah, art groovy. Yeah, most of the panels that Phoenix is in are like red and yellow, and then most of the other ones. 
are kind of cool and like black and green and then that big thing of her you know the phoenix shape with the black and the stars and the people and that african-american guy is uh But why so, him? N- n- noted, noted uh, uh, professional athlete and needlepoint enthusiast. He is a needlepoint enthusiast. Rosie Greer. Yeah. He has several books about needlepoint. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, he, he, if, he, if he couldn't rescue us from toxic masculinity, like like no force on earth. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. I mean, so, yeah. yeah. So those are really cool. The art is really cool. This was yeah. a good issue. There was lots of talking, which I always enjoy. It was a little morally complicated, you know, and there was not a lot of like tedious uh hard to follow fighting which is my favorite kind of x-men issue <laughs> yeah yeah uh cool so i i, I definitely want to i want to we're not going to be able to record for like about two three weeks something three like weeks, that yeah, yeah something like that yeah. and i know that it's a big disappointment um what i'd like to do is maybe try to use that time to catch up there's a nightcrawler limited series that we ought to read uh there is a new mutants special that features asgard that we ought to read um, we got a lot of shit. We got a lot of shit to get through. We do got a lot of shit to get through. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I still need to read the rest of Secret Wars two. I'm catching up on the new run of the Avengers. Um, nearly, uh, nearly caught up with that. Uh, period. What else do we? What else do we want to talk about? Do we have anything else to say about comic books? Um. This is all that you're reading, so we're we're not going to say anything more about or I'm not going to say anything more about comic books. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think I have anything else. To, I haven't. You know, it's funny because I did read the um, I read the Wolverine thing. Yeah, and I read the 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 Phoenix saga, mm-hmm. but I don't have. I wouldn't even know what to read else if I was. Maybe I should start with the New Mutants. One. Um, I. Do you want some suggestions? Maybe. Okay, I might give you some. Yep. To um, I, actually, you know, I. Okay. I have a hard enough time reading the things that I'm trying to, like, I somehow just find to, that I, I have yeah. a hard time finding time to read, although... Uh, you are reading gotten, lots of books. That's gotten a lot better with the Kindle. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make yes. a couple yeah. of suggestions. Just Should so you I be can writing get, these down? Uh, I'll remember it. What, what I'm going to do, actually, is what I'm going to suggest is... You should send me an email. I could, or I could just speak to you, to your face right now, because <laughs> you're sitting right there. Uh... And also so that we can record it. Uh, the, f- the sound of my pen clicking. That's a great one. So some 80s seminal works. We're reading one of them, which is Claremont's run on the X-Men. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get some perspective, a couple of other ones to read. Frank Miller's run on Daredevil, okay. which you can read actually pretty quickly. Um depending on where you start with that uh that's a that's a real critical one and that has characters and and um uh, kind of dramatic things that get recycled again and again mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh and very very different you've, re- you've you've seen his pencils in the wolverine miniseries yep. you can see what it's like when he writes it um and it's really cool uh, the other one, read a few issues of John Byrne on Fantastic Four. Mm. Uh, and I've got a trade paperback of some of that. That's a pretty good place to start. It's where the Fantastic Four go to the negative zone. They're, you can just read a handful of them. You don't need to worry about an arc or anything. It's very episodic. What, well, what are you laughing like a, at? Sounds like an 80s, like a teen nightclub, the negative zone. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, 
Not to be confused with The Phantom Zone, mm. which is a yeah, DC don't thing. Wanna, don't yeah, want to confuse, confuse those. those motherfuckers. Uh, and then another one, actually, um, Alan Moore, you need to read Watchmen at some point, because you've not read Watchmen. No, you? I haven't. Okay. So you should read Watchmen, but um, instead of that, back it up earlier, he did a run on The Swamp Thing that's really good. Uh, a little bit more episodic, so you don't need to read all of it, but that's a good one to read. And also, it, it'll be pretty sure contemporary with, with what we're going through right now. Didn't we see the Swamp Thing in one of the... No, you're thinking of the Man Thing. The Man Thing. <laughs> Just a gigantic walking penis. Yes. The Man <laughs> Thing. Uh, Did you see the Swamp Thing? No, no. Did no, it come out of not. a swamp? Yes. Okay. Came, well, I think technically a bayou, but... A bayou. <laughs> Uh, oh, oh, and one other thing um, <laughs> is y- you should check out American Flag. We have that, right? Exactly, I bought that for exactly. You. Uh, now, all of the stuff that I've mentioned, apart from maybe the Frank Miller, we've got trade paperbacks. I don't know if that makes it easier or harder for you. Well, maybe easier. Okay, cool. So you can like put it on your nightstand and, and read the shit. Yeah. Um, and that'll give you, I think, a pretty pretty decent picture of uh, what else was going on in the 80s. You, uh, you'll get some Marvel perspective. You're not really going to see anything on, uh, on DC. I mean, it, the Alan Moore stuff, that, that is a DC title, but it's not really going to give you a window into, like, Batman or any of that shit. Although they do they do appear. Hey, do we want to see the Batman movie? I could go either way. Mm. Um, you know what's wacky? Uh, that I can't remember the name of it. That that, that fucking red panda thing, red uh, turning red, turning red. Um, the preview that we saw in the theater just looked like dog shit, and one of the reviews from the AV Club didn't it didn't really. It, we've had this conversation, and maybe this is like a nice segue. Other reviews for that movie are really really great. Mm. It, it, it's weirdly not in theaters. It's like on Disney. We can watch it. We can watch on it right Thursday. now. Yeah, we could watch it right now. We can watch it on Thursday for our load. I don't know if we want to do two back to back. Oh no, we didn't do back to back. Oh, we should talk about that movie. Talk that about movie. Encanto. No, we should talk about Encanto briefly, yeah. but we should also talk about the other, the, the Vast, the Vast of, Night? of Night. Fucking great. Yeah, that was a cool movie. That was so great. If you yeah. haven't seen it, you should watch it. Yeah, very original and fun to watch, and like a little menacing, but not really scary. Just like had a, a little dark overtones. And, it was really uh, cool. It was very cool. Really cool. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's um, it functions on its own terms, but it's also just this awesome homage to like fifties era sci-fi. Mm-hmm. And I'm not by any stretch an expert in that in that era. I mean, I've read some Asimov and I've seen a few movies, but. Uh, it, it definitely has a similar plot. It takes place in that in that time, mm-hmm. and uh, really fucking cool. Yep. Yeah. So the very, vast very of cool night. Movie. It's on Prime. Treat yourself. Prime original. It's ninety minutes long. Yeah. Very short. Not that long. Manageable. You can watch it with your tweens. Yeah. So. Um, Which they actually, I thought they might be. There were parts where I thought they might be a little bit bored, but it was very. Compel- partially it was compelling because it was like a little bit it was dark and like a tiny bit creepy and i think there yeah. was always a sort of waiting for something a little bit creepy to happen oh, yeah. and that i think you know kept their interest but they yeah. seemed to watch it with pretty pretty didn't her daughter fall asleep i mean briefly okay but yeah oh, I didn't know that she had like a maybe maybe it was like, yeah. she was yeah, her son her son it held his attention well. yeah, um, yeah. i don't know that he's going to be rushing out to tell his friends about it but, no it was um, but it was a really cool movie it's a good yeah. choice uh what else is it? oh i know what i was gonna say um I get it that 
the MCU dominates theaters and, and, and heaven knows I'm, uh, I'm at the point where like I'm jonesing for different stuff. Different stuff is out there, man. Yeah, no, there I mean, is different uh, stuff. But it's not, part, I don't think that different stuff for me is Batman. I don't know. Every, all the, I'm, I'm not saying that yeah. by any stretch. All the and, and I'm not saying that, that like turning red is all that different. It's another goddamn Pixar movie where uh, the experience of youth it has some sort of visual mythological metaphor. metaphor right. <laughs> the Vast of Night was cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, it was very, very cool. Cool cool, and very, very different. Yeah. Uh, back to the Batman uh, know, the Batman things always just feel like every, and I feel like there have been about a thousand Batman movies recently. Although maybe there have only been not like recently, but the, two. Um, yeah, well, not not even that many. Um, uh, there was the Christopher Nolan thing, and then Ben Affleck uh, donned the cape and cowl for the Justice League movies, and um, <laughs> Bat- Batman, Batman v Superman. I feel like the that. last Batman movie that like I saw and feel like was kind of fun was the Michael Keaton Batman. Is that true? Well, that would be. When was that? Wasn't he Batman? Or what am I thinking of? (laughs) The one with like the music, the Prince song. Isn't that that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hang on. That was kind of fun. Okay. Hang on. (laughs) Okay, Grandma. Uh, So, so two things. I do like Christian Bale, but they're just always so serious. I don't like them because they're so serious. Carry on. (laughs) I just, I I don't know where to begin. (laughs) That's the only and, and, Batman movie that I not, have like a positive memory of. Let's you didn't say like that. Batman Begins. Uh, who was in that? Christian Bale. Christian Bale's pretty hot. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Did I like it? What happened? I, I mean, it's so I dress, but um, <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, cool. and, and by the way, there, there are worse reasons to watch a movie. Yeah. Okay, but um, I, I thought that Batman Begins was good. Where did I we see it. that? Um, I, I want to say that I saw, I saw that in a theater, man. Like that came out, this is before, uh, before you moved to Munich. Mm. I saw it in Munich in a theater. Bunch of it was filmed in Chicago. Yeah, maybe I Gotham it. City is basically like the loop. Maybe we need to just do a survey of all the various Batman yeah. films. A survey, for this what podcast. Do you mean Like just watch them all and then talk we about them. We don't need to do that. You don't think so? Okay, so Batman... The Batman films, I'm sure that they had serials like back in the 30s or 40s or so. Theatrical release, first theatrical release, feature length theatrical release that I'm aware of. No, no. uh, It was with Adam West in like 67, 68. The TV show was a big hit. And they said, let's just rush this into a movie theater back when that was a thing that could happen. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I probably have seen that on like channel 41 back in Louisville, like on a Saturday afternoon. Or I'm something. not sure if I've ever seen it. I certainly saw the series a lot. It's campy and it's got the Dutch angles, but it's got, uh, oh, it's Julie Newmar as a uh, Catwoman. Mm. So yeah, I'll, I'll see your Christian Bale and I'll raise you with Julie <laughs> Newmar. Um, all right. So then, oh my God. Would Sorry. you stop it with the pen? I'm playing with the pen. <laughs> okay. I should get, carry on. I made it do this really cool bounce thing once, yeah. and I'm trying to re- recreate it. Anyway, it, it, yeah, it, it it's not it, It's not that you're like playing with the pen. I'm not even worried about the audio or your inattention to my words. I'm totally paying attention to your it's, words. When you give me these, like... <sighs> <laughs> th- th- this like f- prideful look of like a five-year-old child <laughs> like you really want me to notice what you're doing <laughs> like you go ahead and do it just don't draw me into it yeah okay on. 88 um it was either 88 or 89 i think it was 88 let's say uh michael keaton 
uh, suits up as Batman. Prince soundtrack. Prince soundtrack. Uh, although Danny Elfman would like a little bit of love too. Yeah, Danny Elfman. He, yeah, and Prince. Danny Elfman, former uh, lead something or other for Oingo Boingo. Mm. Uh, yeah, so uh, that was a big deal. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was. They, they promoted the the fucking hell out of mm-hmm. it. Uh, and leading up to it, because I was I was back in the comics at this point and had read uh, the Dark Knight Returns, another really fantastic Frank Miller thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the nerd community was up in arms before this film came out because like in a mad way, like in an angry way, or they were excited. Well, they were very apprehensive. They were worried oh, they were because worried. what they <laughs> wanted. I mean, it, it's crazy to think of this now, but yeah, back when that movie came out, when they announced the casting of Michael Keaton, they thought, "Oh fuck," mm-hmm. because Keaton was largely known for comedic roles comedic at that roles, point, right? Right. Um, and they're like, "Oh fuck, this is going to be like that Adam West shit where it's campy mm-hmm. and they don't take it seriously." Uh, whereas in the comics, particularly because of what Frank Miller had done with the character, they're like, we want a Batman who's dark, who's violent, who lives in this urban hellscape. That's what the <laughs> nerds wanted back right. then. Now, it's weird to say that, and trust me on this, because folks, I was there. I was there too, but I don't obviously but, remember but, any but, of like, this. I wasn't now, into the comics. That's the only cinematic interpretation of Batman that we get. Yes. That's it. Very dark. Always very yeah. dark. But also, like, I just, I mean, I don't mind it when it's dark, but I don't know. It always just, a lot of the DC movie stuff. And I only have seen the preview, right. so this is just based but, on that. Like, it feels like it takes itself very seriously. Well, okay. So, we're just at the very beginning of our story of cinematic Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know, the, the Tim Burton one, I think, did a pretty decent job. Wait, was that of, the one with Michael Keaton? Yes. Okay. Yeah. T- sorry, Tim Burton, who, who directed it, uh, did a pretty decent job of of striking a balance between uh, a, a a kind of a sober take on it. But there's 100. percent There's some campy elements to it. Yeah. I mean, Child um, Me enjoyed that, but I don't really remember yeah. anything about it. But yeah, I, I, it I didn't know any. Yeah. None of the people in my in my circle were like, yeah. uh, you know, deep thinkers on the subject of Batman at that point. I, I don't know that like the nerdorati was like they, they were like, deep thinkers at that. Yeah. I mean, and when I say the nerdorati, um, I mean this like really, really positive. Like think Kevin Smith, mm-hmm. like Kevin Smith, like thirty years ago, what he would have wanted to see. Right. I was a little young when that came out. I mean, for yeah, yeah, for people around me to have had like a. Sure. You know. Yeah, and I don't. I mean, the crowd that you that you hung out with, I think, is probably not. No. Yeah. All right. So Batman comes out. It's a big hit. They have a sequel, Batman Returns, and that's like ninety or thereabouts. Um, ninety Michael, or ninety-one. Michael Keaton again. Yes, okay. Michael Keaton again. Danny DeVito as uh, the Penguin. The penguin. Yeah. Uh, with like like eating raw fish and shit. Batman Returns, I thought it was pretty great. Yeah. Actually, uh, it, it, they they kind of amp up the uh, the darkness and sort of like you know the emo. Right. <laughs> Susie Sue of Susie and the Banshees mm-hmm. uh, has a has a cameo yeah. in it, uh, and I, I I really dug it. I thought that was fun. But they released it in the summer, and it all takes place in the winter, and it was not sort of the the cavalcade of fun that the I think the first one was. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I thought it was good and in a lot of ways I enjoy it more. All right. Wait, so what was the first one called? This is called uh, Just Batman. called Batman. Okay. Yeah, Batman and, and then Batman uh, Returns. Yeah, not to be confused with the Batman, the Batman. which we yeah. have now. Uh so that's Batman Returns. Next and, up, and by the way, I, I, I can stop yeah. this at any time. Okay. Like all right, cuz I'm just going to ramble. 
for like the next 10 minutes. Uh, so Michael Keaton bows out and we get Joel Schumacher directing because mm-hmm. Batman Returns was not the hit that Batman had been. It did well, but they wanted something spectacular. So they get Joel Schumacher in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do you remember all this? Because whatever. I don't know. Uh, Joel Schumacher directs. I don't remember this much about anything. <laughs> Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Right. Batman. Val Kilmer. Right. And Jim Carrey yep. and uh, Tommy Lee Jones are there. And the camp is back. Right. And we also get Robin. Chris O'Donnell is Robin. Right. Chris O'Donnell. I can't remember if Felicia Silverstone debuts in that one or the next one. What was I think it? Sorry. Does. What's this one called? The third one? Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Okay. Uh, Prince is not on the soundtrack, but U2 does a song that doesn't appear in the film. Yeah. Because that's how soundtracks used to be produced. Right. Uh, all right. So Batman Forever comes out, and it occupies a weird kind of 90s place mm-hmm. <laughs> in, 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 I don't know, cinema, really. Um, Jim Carrey, I'm not a fan. I don't mm-hmm. much, I mean, he's done some good stuff. Truman Show's all right. Uh, uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotted Mind's all right. When Jim Carrey, like, amps that up to 11, I am not the dude who's laughing at that. Yeah. And this is Jim Carrey. Yeah, little Jim Carrey goes 14. a long way for me. Yeah, I like him in, in, I actually think he's really good in, uh, serious roles, but I don't yeah. like, care for him in comedic roles. He's too much. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not laughing. Um, yeah. I'm, I, I, to this day say I'm surprised, I'm astonished that he was the breakout star from In Living Color. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, like Damon Wayans was the funniest fucker on that show. I mean, he wasn't not, you know, Jim Carrey on In Living Color. No, I mean Damon Wayans wasn't not famous after that show. He wasn't Jim Carrey no, famous. Jim what did Damon Wayans? What did he do? I mean, yeah, he was fair. still doing stand up. I mean, I'm I'm struggling to think. I mean, Jamie Fox eventually won a Best Actor Oscar, and well, Jamie Fox still. I mean, I don't think that he gets the roles that he ought to. Um, Keenan Ivory Wayans, he ought to be doing movies because Hollywood Shuffle was great. And uh, anyway, yeah. <sighs> okay, carry on. In Living Color. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see. I didn't Fucking... watch much In Living Color. Yeah, Home Eat Clown. All that shit? Do you remember Homie the Clown? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so we've got Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Yeah, yeah and Batman Forever, like, uh, in terms of, uh, like, critical and audience response, I'm not sure. I think it was, like, a kind of a mixed bag. But now the stage is set for Batman and Robin, which is the worst chunk of shit superhero movie ever made, probably. Certainly from, like, a, you know, mainstream, you know, like, a character as big as Batman. Okay, who stars in that? George Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney is Batman. And this I'm writing is, this all down, by the way. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, this is just a giant, giant sack of garbage. Is that the last Batman movie George Clooney did before he could start doing whatever movies he wanted to that's do? That's basically, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, uh, he in interviews, he said, like, like my accountant, after Batman and Robin, uh, it's like, you know, you, his accountant said to him, like, you don't need to work ever again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and so, like, he's only going to, like, he's going to work with uh, his pal Steven Soderbergh and, um. Yeah, the Coen brothers. Do good yeah, shit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's funny because at the time I didn't, I didn't like Clooney. Um, he was on ER, a show that I, I never really got oh, all into. ER. I liked him well enough. He was very handsome. Exactly. Yeah. Like at that time, that was kind of what everybody said about him. Like, like the dude's really good looking. Like, I get it. He's really good looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so as apparently is Christian Bale, but you know, that'll, that'll only get you so far. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I, I just found him really annoying. Yeah, I'd and take I, Christian Bale over George Clooney. Just, I mean, if we're rating. Just, okay. okay. I mean, anyway. we, we, we could, we could, how, how we about, we could rate all the Batmans. Yeah. Hottest, 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 hottest Batman. Go. 
Uh, so you got yeah. Christian Bale, you got Val Kilmer. Well, no, you keep Michael going. Ke- no, no, no. I, I want to. The... I want to hear you for a minute. Especially, I want to hear you say like <laughs> hottest Batman. The hottest Batman is Christian Bale. Carry on. That's it. Yeah. All right. I mean, because he's the hottest actor. Well, who's the, the second hottest Batman? Probably George Clooney. Third. What are my other choices? Uh, you've got. Oh God damn it! Um, what's his face? That's uh, Robert Pattinson. Uh, Robert Pattinson, Ben Affleck, Michael Keaton, and I think that's it. Robert Pattinson. Third hottest. Really? Over? Uh, well, I yeah, you're not a Ben Affleck no. uh, kind of, So Ben Affleck's probably dead last for you. I right? mean, you know, I like Michael Keaton. He's like he's yeah, like yeah, an, yeah. an older age. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. He's he, not... well, he's he's like an age appropriate yeah. crush for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Robert Pattinson's uh, really okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Shut up. Anyway, okay. Sure. So okay. we've got Batman and Robin with George Clooney. Then. Uh, all right. I just spend another minute to just say like just how badly that film sucked. Yeah. Um. Oh god, it was so terrible. Uh, it's one like you you kind of have to watch, and it's not so bad that it's good. It's so bad that you just need to see how bad it is. Okay. You're like you got to watch it, and it's like like fucking hell. Kind of curious to watch all these now. Yeah, 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 even just to see which ones I've already seen. And so that that basically killed it for a good ten years. Okay. And then we get uh, Christopher Nolan comes back writing mm-hmm. and directing Batman Begins with Christian Bale. Okay. Um, and, um, what, Michael Caine as, um, as Duda, as Alfred, mm-hmm. and, um, uh, the man with the, uh, set of skills, Liam Neeson as the, uh, the man with the set of as, skills. As, as the evil, yeah, yeah, it's like, <laughs> whatever, like in, in one of the films he does it. Um, Batman Begins was good. Okay. Uh, so it was a return to the kind of like grittier slightly darker batman yeah well yeah yeah but also slightly more plausible grounded uh type shit mm-hmm. uh then you had batman uh dark knight we saw but, that in munich we did together yeah right? with a, I remember with a that, yeah. Yeah, former co-worker of mine yeah uh dark knight was okay I, i've seen it just the one time and i kind of don't feel a burning need to revisit it and who was that batman uh, christian bale christian bale again yeah, christian bale okay yeah and then after that was Dark Knight Rises, again, Christian Bale, Jesus. which I've not even seen. Okay. Yeah. And so then, then it kind of paused. Um, there were Batman versus Superman, or Superman versus Batman, or whatever the fuck. Uh, that was Affleck? Yeah. Pretty sure. It, uh, Affleck played him in Justice League. Okay. And I'm pretty sure that that's right. And we're, we need to wrap it up here in a few minutes, but... um. And now Affleck, we've got question mark. I'm, I'm yeah, taking copious we, notes. Got, yeah, now we've got Robert Pattinson. This one is Robert Pattinson. Yeah. Oh. What? Weird. I because I was talking to our daughter and her friend yesterday in the car because her friend had seen it, yeah. and uh, somehow I didn't catch that it was Robert Pattinson. Okay. And I'm remembering his name right, right? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Bad yeah, he's a little on the. He's not. He's not actually like as much younger than you know me as. <laughs> You would think. Yes, Ben Affleck. In oh, Batman the, versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. And the gets Superman a, gets in a, that gets was twenty nine percent on the old uh, tomato meter. Uh, the Superman in that was Henry Cavill, right? Yeah, I don't yeah. like him at all. Yeah, Amy Even Adams though. is in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week on uh, Brian and Anessa talk about hot, hot actors. <laughs> Amy Adams got plenty of time for that. I'm, I'm astonished that I've not uh, that I've not watched that. But you know, all right. maybe even Robert Pattinson would. I'll watch out. Amy Adams like like eat uh, eat a uh, eat, eat, I, was, I was about to say like, eat something. It's just going to sound gross. Like, <laughs> I'll watch her eat a hamburger. How about that? Like some just nasty 
hamburger and I'll pay money to see that. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. All right. I'll, I'm going to think about my, I'm, I might change my ratings. I'll let you know next <laughs> what, week. What, a hot Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> who, 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 who's going to rise up? Pattinson may, may edge out Clooney. I'm not sure. Oh. Mm-hmm. Really? Robert Pattinson? Mm-hmm. We've seen uh, Lost City of Zed, yeah? Yes. All right. He's in that. Yeah, but he was all like dirty and like not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Clooney. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna are we going to watch the Twilight movies I'm now? Gonna need, no, probably not. No, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I've known that he was an actor. I have no interest yeah, in the yeah, Twilight yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like a hobby, but um, yeah, I don't know. I have to think about it. George Clooney, though. George Clooney is very, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. another age-appropriate crush, actually. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So All right. Thanks for listening. <laughs> um, what do we have to say? Inessa rates Batman. Inessa rates Batman. Um, so that's cinematic Batman, uh, a character that I don't, I don't. Uh, he, he's interesting. I. Oh, you know what, man? I, I, I totally fucking forgot. Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Here's how we're going to close this out. Is that a cartoon? Yes. Yeah. So late 80s, so after the Burton Batman, which by the way came about because of Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think that there's no way that film would have gotten made if they, they hadn't done that. Dark Knight Returns, which we should read at some point. You should read at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and th- that I really liked. I mean, th- that was a very interesting take on the Batman, a, a really awesome comics story. Um. Ba, 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 ba. So, so Batman animated series came out, and that was really good. It was very well done. Uh, the stories were they were tight, they were interesting. The acting was good. And I, I don't know the name of the actor. I got to look it up. Uh, but the film did so well, much like uh, when they did the Adam West in a theater. They said, "Well, let's uh, let's do one of these like feature length." Kevin you mean Conroy. the series did so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they so they they did. I mean, it's and it's like, gosh, it's like a seventy five minute movie. It's not not terribly Have long. I seen that. That sounds. A little no, you've not. I but heard. I saw it in a theater. And I thought it was fucking great. Yeah. Uh, animated, uh, but but really really terrific. Um, period. Now people are are gonna not remember that that, that happened. Right. Like it's legit, man. I mean, it you counts. almost didn't remember. I I know I know. Um, but of all of those, frankly. Here, I'll I'll rank my favorite Batman movies. <laughs> uh, Batman Begins, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, Batman, and then I don't give a shit. It's basically... Oh, no, no, sorry. Batman Returns over Batman. So, yeah. Batman Begins, Mask of the Phantasm, then Batman Returns. There mm. you go. We should watch Batman Begins for uh, one of our family movie I want to things. I we did. Soon, did we? Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. Man. We've been doing family movie for a long time. We have been. All right. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Come for the uh, come for the X-Men. Stay for the Batman. And 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 next next time. <laughs> I've been thinking about saying that for like three minutes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought of it like three minutes ago. Oh, very good. Very good. Yeah. And, uh, and, and next time on uh, uh, we're going to rate hottest Joker <laughs> and hottest Catwoman. <laughs> All right. Psst, it's Julie Newmar. <laughs> All right. Talk to you later. Yep. Thank you for listening to the X-Men Files. We are available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Podcasts. If you listen, please rate us. If you want to drop us a note, you can reach us via email at cerebro at xmenfiles.com. You can also check out our website, xmenfiles.com. 
Our theme music is Invasion to Space Frog by Checky Brown. That music available under a Creative Commons license. Everything else was written, produced, and performed by Brian and Inessa.